You are listening to Wow Wish Only Well Radio with your host, Siobhan Gross, marriage and family therapist, inspirational coach, and motivational speaker. Wow Radio Show is designed to encourage, inspire, and motivate you to be the best version of yourself. My guests and I come to educate and uplift. We come to Wow to help you get on and stay on your road to greater. Today is a good day to Wow. Wish only well all across the world. Let's go. Wherever you are in the world, good day, good people, good day. And welcome to Wow, Wish Only Well Radio Show, where I am your fantabulous host. That's right, fantabulous for fantastic and fabulous. Your fantabulous host, Siobhan Gross marriage and family therapist, inspirational coach, and motivational speakers. Listen, guys, it is a terrific Thursday. It is a very good day to wow someone. And by wow, I mean to wish only well, right? Listen, guys, you know how we do it. We wow on Wednesdays and Thursdays. We wow, meaning we wish only well all across the world. Listen, I'm flying solo again today, but it is such an honor to be before you again. Anytime I have the opportunity to share with the listeners, I'm excited about that opportunity. I don't take um, what I do lightly because it is my intent to inspire, encourage, and to motivate others uh, to get up, to get going, to get on and stay on their road to greater, guys. So listen, we have um, another opportunity to be together again. And just kind of have some words, um, conversation. Uh, I think this time I want to talk about relationships. And I want to speak specifically to um, the single um, ladies oh, and men because I, I don't want to de- be dismissive of men um, because I know, too, um, that there are a lot of single men that are just waiting to find uh, Mrs. Wright, right? Just like there are ladies waiting to find Mr. Wright or their Boaz, right? Um, the Bible says, he who findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtain favors with the Lord, right? Uh, and so um, we're uh, going to talk about that. Um, yay, yay, yay on today. Um, let me just see. Oh, my goodness. I have just been so excited. Um, I have just been having a wonderful time being able to um, uh, encourage people um, to uh, plant seeds of wisdom inside of people um, to, again, inspire them and to motivate them. So shout out to um, Charity Harris, uh, the owner of Overtime um, a Bar and Grill. I know that I said that it is a bar and grill, but they do some phenomenal, some awesome things uh, for the community. They had this beautiful event um that was hosted by my really good friend, um, Bridget Boyd. It was a wonderful, beautiful event where um, women came together and all white, just beautiful, just beautiful, all white, um, to celebrate each other. Um, Just an awesome, awesome event. So, again, kudos to, a great big kudos to Charity Harris um, and to Bridget Boyd and to Charity and the rest of Charity staff. Just a great event. So excited anytime I can get together and be with ladies um, and we can be uplifting and encouraging to each other. So just so awesome. Looking forward to being able to do many events um, along um, that line, right? Um, let's see. I wanted to make sure that I give credit 
to where credit uh, is actually due. Thank thank God for Ramona Trevino, who was our special guest on last week that blessed the listeners. So um, she talked a lot about um, her uh, adversities, a lot of things that kind of happened to her in her relationships and her marriages, uh, some things that she had gone through, ultimately grown, th- grown through, um, to be where she is today, um, just such a, a mighty, mighty woman of God um, with such a magnificent story um, all about God's glory and how he kept her and prepared her. Listen, guys, you know what? When God uh, has a plan for us, there is nothing um, that can stop uh, that plan for going forth. Or when uh, it, So we just need to be um, prepared to walk in the purpose that he has divinely orchestrated for us. Um, So yes, 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 yes. Still, listen, I'm always putting out there about the inner strength of a queen. Uh, Shout out as well to my guest who was on the Wild Wish Only Well Live TV show last week, Dyshell Bell. Um, um, She uh, is one of the co-authors of the inner uh, strength of a queen. And there she was talking about her relationship. Um, She tells the story about how she was married not once, not twice, but three times um, to her husband. Same man. She was she married him three times, um, and so they are still um, together, and they've been together for a total of 20 years. So just a beautiful story. Um, you can go to uh, my Facebook page um, at Siobhan Gross and be able to um, replay um, that live uh, from uh, it was it was played live on Elevation TV Network, but you can always go back and watch the replay on my page. Beautiful story, and of course, on yesterday uh, we had the phenomenal, the fabulous um, life coach uh, Barb Nangle. She's just awesome, talking about those boundaries, the things that she's been through, that she's overcome, um, some challenges. Um, and now she's turning around and she's using her story to help empower other people and to be the example um, to let people know that they can overcome addiction, um, they can overcome a number of challenges that they may be having in life, um, that there is healing, there is help, and this is what, wow, the platform is all about. I still encourage you guys to please go and get the Inner Strength of a Queen book. Like I said, I am one uh, of of the seven, well, actually six authors. Tanisha Tucker did the foreword. But again, go to Siobhan Gross. That's G-R-O-S-E, Siobhan, S-H-E-R-V-O-N-N-E, G-R-O-S-E. Go to SiobhanGross.com to place your order today for the Inner Strength of a Queen book. Uh, my chapter is entitled, I Am the Curse Breaker. Um, so yes, 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 yes. Still on fire from the Night of Hope Gala and Conference with Demetria Bowie. Continuing to shout out to her. Can't wait till next year. It will be held out in uh, California. So I'm so excited that um, I've already been invited to be a part of that. So my heart is just so excited um, to have that invitation be extended to me again. Um, I also look forward to the Business Women Retreat that's going to be um, over in, um, oh my gosh, I can't even believe it just slipped, slipped my mind. I'm so excited about that. It's going to be, um, oh my gosh. Anyway, guys, I'll keep you guys <laughs> updated uh, on that. I'm so excited about 
about that opportunity as well. Uh, listen, so I told you I wanted to talk specifically uh, to um, the single ladies, but listen, before I get started, I, I wanted to talk about um, relationships. Like, it's so important. Relationships are so important, right? We are human beings. And we are designed to be social beings. So, in other words, we are designed to be um, with other people, right? We are designed to be helpers one to another, as you've heard me say countless times on this platform. So, listen, so I wanted to talk uh, specifically about relationships because they are so important. Uh, and, and in talking about relationship, I want to make sure that I express um, the need for us to have love. Um, and uh, how love is so important um, in every relationship. But we're going to talk about why we need more than just love when we are uh, building a relationship. Now, don't get me wrong, because love covers covers a multitude of things. The Bible tells us that. That's biblical. And if we can learn to just live how the Bible directs us to live in terms of love, um, we would be amazed at how well our relationships um, will last, how a relationship will go. First uh, Corinthians 13, 4 and 7 talks about, it describes love. It gives us a definition of love, what it does, uh, right? And I think Ramona and I um, talked about this uh, scripture, or at least we mentioned it, uh, last week on on the radio show. But anyway, I'll read it to you to, again, and this is, again, from the New International Version, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 7. It says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. So there you go. There's a whole picture of what love is and what love does, right? So that's, that's the map right there for us to follow, right? So anyway, so I wanted to talk about the relationship. So our first relationship and the most important relationship is our relationship with God. The Holy Trinity, really, uh, we have to have that relationship with the God, God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, really. So our first relationship starts there, right? Um, that, sets the stone, that sets the standards. I said the stone, but excuse me. That sets the standard for any and all relationships. If we can get our relationship right with God, we can have that love in our heart. Um, that agape love um, for everyone, for all of our sisters and our brothers, and indeed for ourselves. So that first relationship, like I said, is the most important one, and that's the relationship that we have with God the Father, um, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Um, the second relationship is that relationship with self. And here we talk about that self-love again because it is so important for us to be able to have love for ourselves. But again, if we take it back to that first relationship where I just talked about that relationship with God, if we have that relationship right, then we, of 
course, we'll have a right relationship with ourselves. We will know what it's like to love ourselves and to honor ourselves because when we have that right relationship with God, we love and we honor God, right? Uh, we become a man or a woman after God's own heart. And so when we have those things in alignment, um, then we also have that, that kind of love for ourselves, right? So the second relationship uh, is the relationship with self. So the question here is, how can you love yourself if you can't even relate to yourself? So you have to be able to have that relationship with you. When you have a relationship with you, you become, uh, you become aware of yourself. In other words, that's what we call self-awareness, right? You develop this self-awareness. So how can you expect someone else to know you when you don't even know yourself? So in order to get to know yourself, you have to have that self-awareness there, right? Um, and then the third uh, relationship, of course, is the relationship that we have with other people, with others, right? That relationship with the man or woman that you hopefully will marry one day. Um, that relationship with your parents, with your siblings, the relationship with your children. So as you see that if you can start off by establishing that right relationship with God, then that enables, enables you to be able to have the relationship with yourself, right? You'll have that love for yourself. You'll have an awareness of self. You'll have self-respect, right? Um, you'll have self-compassion, right? So, uh, and then when you're able to have that kind of relationship, when you're able to relate to yourself, right, when you're able to know what it is that you desire, what it is that you want, when you know yourself, right, then you are able to engage in relationships, um, in healthy relationship with others. Therefore, so if you have a healthy connection, a healthy relationship with God, that in turn will allow you to have a healthy relationship with yourself, and when you have a healthy relationship with yourself, you know how to have a healthy relationship with other people, right? So, in talking about relationships, because I said that I wanted to talk with the single um, people, right? So, I, I want I pointed out about love, and I read the the verse uh, in Corinthians, First Corinthians thirteen verses four through seven, when I talked about what all love, what love is, and what love does, right? Love is important for any relationship, all relationship. Um, love is a key ingredient. But it's important for you to know that love is not the only ingredient. Yes, love is important. It is the key ingredient in a relationship, but it isn't the only ingredient. In other words, it takes more than just love to keep a relationship flourish, to keep a relationship going, right? So a relationship, um, a relationship, uh, I guess I can say even love. It's 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 a lot like a plant. You have to cultivate it. You know, it needs to be watered and it needs to be nurtured in order to grow, right? Um, and so, um, and to in in order to remain healthy and vibrant. So this. That is the same thing that you have to do in terms of a relationship. So I said that love isn't the, is, isn't the only ingredient. It is the main ingredient, but not the, the only ingredient. So just some of the other things that you need to help constitute, excuse me, constitute a healthy relationship is trust, respect, communication, honesty and intimacy there and there are some other things these are just not these are just some of the main ingredients that I can think of off the top 
my head when you're thinking about uh, uh, engaging in a healthy relationship. And it's important for you to understand what is a healthy relationship as opposed to an unhealthy relationship. But I want to keep the show positive and I want to talk about, you know, um, you know, healthy relationship and answer a very important question that I hear oftentimes from um, single women and also single men. Um, you know, you see some great women, um, you know, they got themselves together. Uh, they're a great man. They have themselves together. And for what? For whatever reason, sometimes they feel discouraged because they have not find, found um, uh, that uh, mate, uh, partner, uh, life uh, partner. And so uh, so I wanted to just kind of give some words of encouragement around that today, um, if I could, um, and if you would allow me to do so. So one of the main uh, questions that I hear a lot is, why am I still single? Or I don't understand why I'm still single. <laughs> what is it about me? <laughs> um, you know, and it can be hard sometimes, I know, um, when you're looking at uh, other people, right? Um, but let me stick a pin in that right quick because I oftentimes like to remind people because we get in trouble sometimes when we look around and try to figure out and compare ourselves, in other words, when we start comparing ourselves to other people or we start looking at what we don't have as opposed to looking at what we have. Um, and so, but sometimes uh, when we're single, we, you know, we start looking at what other people have, like other people's relationship and how uh, they seem to be flourishing in that relationship and or even how uh, such and such and such or so and so and so, you know, has a girlfriend or a wife or uh, a boyfriend uh, or a husband, right? And so uh, sometimes we, you know, that could be, uh, you know, discouraging sometimes uh, if you're not careful when you take your eye off of the prize, uh, when you take your eye off of uh, the promises that God has given to you. Um, you can find yourself discouraged, right? So I wanted to attempt to answer in a way that I hope will inspire you because you know how we do it here. I want to answer in a way that inspires you, uh, that motivates you, and that encourages you, right? Um, so listen, you have to understand that there's a preparation stage, right? So if you're still single, right, and you're a believer in Christ, and you know that God has promised you um, that you will have a wife or you will have a husband, um, and that per that hasn't come to fruition yet, you have to understand that you're in what we call the preparation stage, right? And that just simply means that you're being prepared for that which God has carefully crafted for you, right? You are in a unique position. You're in that waiting position because you're being fine-tuned. You're being prepared for that particular relationship that awaits you. You have to understand your unique position. You're in such a unique position because you're an extraordinary person. You're not ordinary. Remember, the Bible talks to us and it tells us that Jesus comes so that we can have an abundant life, right? So that means in order for you to have that abundant life, that's promising you like the best, right? Jesus came so that we can have the best of things, right? The best of the best of what is to come, right? Um, and so when you're kept in 
when you so when you're in this waiting period you have to understand that this is the preparation stage that you're going through right and and you're going through this because you are extraordinary you're built differently there's something about you so therefore you just cannot connect with anyone right um because that's that's just not the life that God has designed for you so we have to trust him right we can't be moved and I had a whole uh show uh, a couple of weeks ago about not being moved by what you see but instead to continue to move forward in what you know and what you know is what God has promised you what he what he has told you right so um I want to give you um three things uh, that I hope will help you to be able to better understand why it is that you remain single, right? So we've talked about the preparation stage, but I wanted to give you the ABCs, right? The ABCs to kind of help you understand the stage, where you're in, and why you're actually there. Um, so A uh, is because you're the apple of God's eye. Now, if you've been lucky enough to get a copy of The Inner Strength of a Queen and you've read the chapter um, that I uh, was able to write, um, that's entitled I Am a Curse Breaker, I talk about being the apple of God's eye um, towards the end of the chapter because I know that that is who I am. And so... I come too because I want to share with you that you are the apple of God's eye, right? And because you are the apple of God's eye, um, you cannot accept anyone. You cannot just be in a relationship with anyone um, because you are the apple of God's eyes. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying about that, how deep that really is, how profound that is for you to be the apple of God's eye, right? That means that he holds you in a high esteem, right? And so because of that, um, like I said, you are uh, built differently uh -huh, and you have a very unique position. Um, you're extraordinary, and so um, being the apple of God's eye, so you're waiting, right, for that one particular person who's already been designed for you, who's been handpicked for you, right, um, who's also being prepared to be able to accept um, the very essence of you because of the power that is on your life because of the calling because of the connection you have to understand that you belong to the royal priesthood right who your father actually is once you can get who your father actually is it helps you to know who you are in him you got to understand that divine identity that you have because of who you actually belong to right so you are the apple of God's eye right that's the A now the B is your behavior, right? B is for behavior. Your behavior matters. What you do while you wait is important, right? When you're, are you complaining, right? Are you more focused on what you don't have, who's dating who, who's getting married to who, how many of your friends are married and you're not quite married yet, and so you're walking around feeling sorry for yourself, um, 
just acting disgraceful and not carrying yourself in a way in which um, will show that you are the apple of God's eye, right? If you are the apple of God's eye, then your behavior should mimic that, right? If you know your position, you know your position in Christ, if you know the authority that belongs to you because of who you belong to, right, then you'll be careful about the behavior that you engage in, what you do, why you're in the period of waiting, right? This is a preparation stage, right? But it also means that you have to be prepared, that you should be in the process of preparing yourself too. It requires work on your part, right, to do some things that you have to do to get yourself in alignment to what God has promised you. Remember, I've already said before that God doesn't force us to do anything. He's not going to force himself on us. He's not going to force his will um, on us, right? So we have to make the decision and we have to make the, make the choice that we're going to follow um, the instructions that have been left for us uh, or we're going to follow what God has told us to in order for um, the plan to be, to come into full fruition, right? Um, so w what we do um, in that moment matters, right? While we're waiting for our Mr. Right or our Mrs. Right to come forth in our lives, in our lives, right? So what we do while we wait is important. How are you carrying yourself, right? What are you doing to build yourself up, right? What are you doing to prepare yourself for your king? What are you doing to prepare yourself for your queen? The Bible tells us that faith without works is dead. So even in order for us to have faith, faith requires some action on our part too, Right? Because if we don't do anything but we just sit there and say we have faith and we just speak the words but we have no power or we're not doing anything um, to give us that power that we need to be able to unlock, um, be able to unlock faith, right? Uh, faith requires us to do something. Um, uh, so uh, I just wanted to bring that out. So let me get back to your behavior matters. What do you do while you wait? And what you do while you wait is important. So how are you preparing yourself, right? A lot of times we've encountered, because life can be rough. Life happens sometimes. And a lot of times we, we, um, we um, things happen to us that create an emotional baggage for us. And a lot of times we carry around that emotional baggage. But in order to be prepared for a relationship, you have to release that emotional baggage. So you have to get the help that you need, right? You need to make the connection, whether it be with your th whether it be with a therapist um, or a pastor, um, a life coach, um, someone that can help you unravel and unload um, that baggage that you're carrying around um, so that you, that baggage is not allowed into that relationship to poison the relationship uh, or to cause a type of weight or hardship in the relationship. So you have to be able to unload that, right? Um, what are you doing in terms of, of making sure that you're financially stable, right? Making sure that you've completed all of the educational courses that you want to complete, um, making sure you've gotten your, uh, um, you know, your finances in order. You know, how is your credit? 
um, you know, you, you want to be A1. Remember, because you're the apple of God's eye. So you're doing all these things. You want to engage in A1 behavior. You want to engage in things that show that you are indeed the apple of God, God's eye and that you are busy being productive in terms of preparation for your Mr. Right or your Mrs. Right. Okay? So your behavior matters. What you do while you wait is important. Remember, you're the apple of God's eye. That's the A of why you're still single, because you're the apple of God's eye. And B, your behavior matters. What are you doing while you wait in the process? You need to be getting yourself together. And when I talk about getting yourself together, I'm meaning in emotionally, mentally, spiritually, um, financially, uh, socially, you know, getting your getting everything lined up, getting everything in order taking care of not just some of you but all of you right in all aspects of your life uh, where it will because remember it is not when you enter into the relationship is no longer about just you right um, but it's about you and that person getting together to create this partnership and so what are the two of you bringing uh, to this relationship to to when you come together it should be that you're adding value and not taking away right so A is you're the apple of God's eye. B is your behavior matters. What do you do while you wait? It's important, right? Um, C, we talk about the C of this is um, contentment, right? So I talk about your behavior, but if you look at when I talk about contentment, that, that is more of an attitude, right? Uh, it's, it's a state of mind. How do you see yourself? Are you content with what you see and who you are? Are you confident in the promise that God has given to you in terms of of waiting for uh, your Mr. Right or your Mrs. Right? Right. Um, so, um, so in that, in this, when you get to the C part of it, um, you just want to make sure that you are mentally uh, prepared, emotionally prepared um, too um, for the relationship because when you realize A, that you are the apple of God's eye, B, you've checked your behavior, right, as I said uh, in a workshop, how <laughs> you want to check yourself before you wreck yourself. So you're looking at your behavior and making sure that your behavior lines up with your title of you being apple of God's eye. And then when your behavior uh, lines up to, then you come into the state of contentment, right? You come into the state of being uh, fully aware of who you are, being fully confident um, in who you are and your ability. Um, because again, you know not only who you are, but you know who you belong to, right? And so you have this certain sense of air, not arrogance, but a certain sense of air that kind of sets you apart, right? Because remember, I've already said you're built differently. You're extraordinary, right? So you wait confidently. You have that confident hope. You have a you have a spirit of expectation, right? That you know that uh, your gift, right? Uh, your gift of Mrs. Right or your gift of Miss Mr. Right, Miss Right or uh, Mr. Right uh, is on its way, and so you can wait. Um, confidently knowing that what God has promised to you, he will fulfill, right? Mm-hmm. Yes.
And so that is what I wanted to get on here to just talk with you about today to let you know that there is hope. You cannot be moved by what you see, but indeed you have to keep moving forward with what it is that you know, right, as a result of what has been promised to you, as a result of your connection, as a result of you being the apple of God's eye, right? You know your position um, in all of this. Um, And so there you have it, guys. So, again, I hope that I have said something today that will encourage you, um, that will inspire you, and that will motivate you, right, as you wait for your Boaz, or as you wait for that wife um, that God talks about, he who finds a wife findeth a good thing and obtains favor with the Lord, right? And uh, so um, I hope that I have given you some nuggets that will help you. Um, And so I am getting ready to close out. Uh, It has been such uh, an honor and a pleasure to be uh, flying solo with you guys again on today. Uh, to be able to come and share with you, to give you some words of wisdom and hopefully some words um, of encouragement. Uh, I just want you to remember that you are the apple of God's eye. And because you're the apple of God's eye, you cannot settle, right, um, for anything or for anyone. Um, Your life, your path um, in this life has been divinely orchestrated. And so you have to trust God and know that he will work everything out for your good because that's what his word says, that he works everything out for the good of those who love the Lord. So remember, as we close out, relationships are important. And our relationships are held together with love, by love. Um, Love is not the only thing that we need in a relationship, but it is a primary thing that we need. It is a key ingredient that we need. Um, It requires uh, relationships are a lot like a plant. We have to cultivate them, um, and it it, it needs to be watered and nurtured in order to grow, um, right, in order to be healthy, in order to maintain, in order to be sustained. Uh, And so in order... A preference, a priority for our relationships needs to be our relationship with God, the Holy Trinity, the God, God, the Father, and the Son. Our second relationship is our relationship to ourselves, right? We have to be able to relate to ourselves. We have to have an understanding of self. This is usually what we refer to as self-awareness, to be aware of self, our own desires, our own needs, right? And the third thing is to have a relationship with others. Right, and so we talk more about the relationship and uh, that we have with others, and um, and then I went into giving you the three things, the ABCs of what you need to know for why you are still single. So listen, it's been great. I have enjoyed being here with you. I hope uh, that you have enjoyed uh, listening to me uh, as much as I've enjoyed talking and giving you tips. Um, that will hopefully, again, encourage, inspire, and motivate you. I hope to see you again on next week right here on our radio show with your fantabulous host, Siobhan Grost. Um, And I also uh, want to um, wish you guys uh, a very uh, good rest of your day. Um, 
and um, hope that you will have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And again, that you will join me on Wednesday while Wish Only Well Live TV show, where our host will be Daniel Charles II. Um, he is a minister. Um, so tune in to hear what Daniel has to say. And then, guess what? I'll see you back here again on next Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern uh, Daylight Time, right here on Elevation Radio Network. Until next time, guys, be safe, and don't forget to wow. And by wow, I mean to wish only well all across the world. Goodbye.